Welcome back to Books and Stuff Podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Zach. And we're back, baby. Yas. We are back from a break again, but we are here. Today, we're going to be talking about all of our summer reads, recapping. Well, we're not going to recap every single one because this episode would be like, you know, like five hours long. So we're just going to mention, we're going to mention all of them and we're going to highlight some that we feel like highlighting. So stick around before we get started. Don't forget to subscribe and follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on YouTube or on YouTube, on Instagram at books and stuff podcasts. It'll be linked down in the show notes and please write and review the podcast because a, we'd love to hear from you and B it helps the podcast grow. So what are we going to start with today, honey? Well, this is going to be uh, pretty much going to be about what we read over the summer, what's been going on with us, because obviously we haven't really talked to you guys in a while. If you follow the podcast, if you follow us on YouTube or subscribe to us on YouTube, which you should, Zach and Danielle Books, um, you know, we've had a lot of life events going on and we'll get to those as we progress through. Uh, going to talk about what we're currently reading, our buddy read and book club pick. We are going to pretty much bring that back where we're going to have something with the podcast, pick a book for the month and you guys just read along with us. And then we'll dedicate a whole episode to that book. So we have our September pick. Do you want to share it? That was close to saying her name, Sherry Lapina. Everyone here is lying. It is a book that I have just started actually. So there's that leads into our current reads or currently reading. I'm currently reading our September book club pick of the month. That's a mouthful. And it is Sherry Lapina's new release. Uh, Everyone here is lying. So far, I'm really enjoying it. Pretty much what happens in this book is this daughter of this family, like a well-known family, like the father's like a dent, like a doctor or something like that. And pretty much what happens is the little girl is taken and disappears and nobody knows where she is nobody can find her um and the entire like neighborhood is like trying to figure it out it's like this who like it's kind of like a whodunit like who took her is she dead like what's going on yeah if you know sherry lapina and her writing she pretty much sticks to like domestic thrillers and she likes to write like a good like neighborhood drama story where you know like the neighborhood is a key part to the book someone we know was like the exact same thing just like it, it, as well, far not as we exact, know we haven't read the book well yeah as far as we know it's been pretty it sounds similar like the neighborhoods involved with this yeah. like mystery that takes place or this crime and everyone's trying to figure out what's going on and and based off the title of the book my presumption is that Everyone's going to be kind of keeping a secret and lying about stuff throughout the entire book. Yeah, so we thought this would be a fun one because we both have read multiple books from Sherry Lapina. And also this book came out at the very end of July. So you should hopefully be able to have an easy time finding this book, whether it's from the library or an audiobook or just getting the book on Amazon or whatever. So this is the official September book club pick and we'll dedicate a whole episode and discussion to this book towards the end of the month. We'll keep you posted when that is. Again, go follow the Instagram because that's where all of that stuff will be. And what I'm currently reading is the new Wendy Walker book. This one came out earlier, it looks like in June, and it's called What Remains. 
<clears throat> the only reason I really picked up this book was because I got a Libro um, ALC for it, advanced listening copy. And so I was like, oh, well, I'll listen to the audiobook. And I got the um, physical book from my library. So I was like, let me give this one a chance. I have literally only read one chapter, so I don't know too much. But what I do know is that we're following a detective who is, uh, her name is Elise. And basically she like kills someone at like the local grocery store and the person's life who she saved now is like obsessed with her. I think that that's where um, the book is headed. So I'm excited to give it a go and see what happens. I've never read anything by Wendy Walker, so we'll see. We shall. It sounds intriguing. Yeah. So let's get into, oh, actually one more thing about the podcast. So how this is going to be laid out. We are still going to be a weekly podcast, but Zach will probably be in like not every single week, two to three episodes a month, depending on his work schedule. Because the reason why it was so hard to always keep up with the podcast was because his schedule is always changing. And so if he's not able to be on with me, either I'll do a solo episode or that's when I'll have like a YouTuber or a bookstagrammer or someone as a guest and I'll do an episode with them. So not every single week we'll have Zach on, but the majority of them should still feature him in some capacity. Um, so do you want to get into our summer reads? We're talking about June, July, and August. Since now August is over, um, which yeah. is hard to believe. It's like literally hard to believe. Like we're in September. Like <clears throat> yeah. baby, baby is coming. Yeah. Like by the next, well, not the next podcast, by the next month, baby will be here. And it's going to be very exciting. Um, but yeah, let's track back to June. So I will start. I have a book that's coming out this month, literally tomorrow, by the time you're listening to this. Yep. Um, Holly by Stephen King is being released. Um, and a while back, I had set a goal to read the Bill Hodges trilogy, which is Mr. Mercedes, Finders Keepers, and End of Watch before that book came out because that introduces us to holly gibney and like her as a character and a person i have read the outsider and the short story if it bleeds and the whole collection if it bleeds and i made technically holly now is being like said is being or is part of a trilogy technically with the outsider and if it bleeds but that's not something you guys you Stephen Kingers knew before this book was announced, right? That a Holly series like existed. Well, technically, yes, oh, because okay. of I mean, like I'm a I didn't, I don't know, I didn't realize it until I looked at Goodreads when Holly came out and it was like Holly give me three, and I'm like, oh yeah, what that's was, what I'm, I'm like, what was the second one? And then I re- I looked and it said if it bleeds was, and I'm like, well, yeah, she was in that, but I figured they wouldn't have like made the second one in a series be a short story, but yeah. Eh, it is what it is. I guess they've done that before. I think Salem's Lot technically is like book two in Salem's Lot because Jerusalem's Lot's like number one or something like that. Or whatever. There's a lot of weird stuff with King. So anyways, um, you read the Bill Hodges trilogy this summer. Yeah, I read Bill Hodges this summer. And in June, I read Mr. Mercedes because June, July, August, three months, one book a month. Duh. That was that was, that anyway. was my goal. And then July happened. Um, but I read Mr. Mercedes. I really liked that book. It was my favorite out of the three. Um, I gave it five stars. Uh, 
definitely top 10 of the year for me, but I don't quite think it's going to hit top five just because of some other books I've read this year. Um, Revival being one as well. Uh, but yeah, no, it was a good book, good story, good introduction to the characters and everything. And uh, yeah, that was a really solid story. Um, I really enjoyed it and very good book. And uh, I don't know if you want to talk about this next one because I wasn't so fond of it. Oh, so, well, let me do one of mine and then we'll go back to you. Got it. So a book that I read in June, like I said, we're going to mention every title we read during the summer, which it's not a daunting task. We don't, neither of us read like 10 books a month. Yeah, so don't we really worry. didn't do a whole lot. We've been <laughs> um, kind of busy the past few months with but, doing baby stuff. Yeah, we're not going to talk in depth about each one. So some we'll mention and just kind of keep it very brief, like maybe just our rating or something. So while Zach had the summer of King, I had the summer of um, like horror books, short horror books mainly. And then I read a couple um, like Catherine Ryan Howard's, just a few thrillers. And I started off June reading 56 Days by Catherine Ryan Howard because I think that she is like my favorite female author in the thriller genre. And so I wanted to read this one. This was also on my 23 books to read in 2023. This one is her pandemic story. It's about two people who meet like happen chance at like a local grocery store, I think it was. Um, And they, it was like right when the pandemic was about to start, they started like talking and everything. And then gradually they're like, maybe we should like, live together to like you know if we want to still see each other then we kind of have to live together because obviously with the pandemic you kind of had to be in your own space and everything and so obviously we know or not maybe to you we know that these two are hiding secrets you can tell and like you're trying to figure out what those secrets are and i really enjoyed the story i don't think i would maybe have liked this as much while we were in the pandemic because it does talk about it a decent amount. And I think that that would have been kind of a little bit too much at that time, but I'm pretty like far removed from that. So I really enjoyed it. And then, um, yeah, I only read three other books in June and one of them I'm not going to talk about. And I'm going to just mention that one real quick. I read Spirit Hunters, which is a middle grade book. I liked it. It was fine. Um, I try to read, I try to dabble in middle grade a little bit because I work at the library in the youth section. And so that's one of the departments that I um, like work in. And I enjoyed the book. Like I said, I'm not going to talk about it that much because I don't know if middle grade is something that is really intriguing to our audience. You can let me know otherwise on Instagram, um, like on the new episode post or whatever. But yeah, what do you, what was your next read? So my next one is one that you read and thoroughly enjoyed. You gave it five stars, and I believe you said it was one of your favorites of the year, potentially. Yes, very much um, so. And as everyone in my family has killed someone by Benjamin Stevenson. Yep. I hated this book. I really didn't like it. The narrator at the beginning is like, I'm going to be a truthful narrator. I'm going to tell you when this. You can when, rely on me. Like, I, I'm going to tell you when deaths happen. And stuff like that, which Danielle really liked. I hated it. I just wanted to be kept in suspense and know like absolutely nothing. And right up front, the guy's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to tell you everything. I'm going to say when it happens, too. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it a chance because Danielle really liked it. And I read it and I 
like halfway through, I just, I lit, I like finished it, but I really just kind of gave up on it. But the ending I think is what kind of salvaged it. Like the ending is what gave it, like it literally was like a zero star book with a two star ending. I think that's like how I phrased it, like in my review or whatever on YouTube. Uh, I pretty much said the ending was two stars. The rest of the book was just garbage. I just didn't like so, it. And now let's get a perspective with someone who liked it. Well, yeah. So I would say don't go into this book thinking it's a thriller. This is more of just a basic mystery. The like elevator pitch for this book is, yeah, we're following this narrator. And he, I can't remember his name. E, it starts with an E, Ernie. Earth. And uh, yeah, basically he's the reason why his brother went to jail however long ago. Now we're coming up to when he's being released and his family is all getting together at this resort to basically welcome him home. And this is a family that isn't very like connected or close or anything. And so um, you're basically seeing like all of their dynamics and everything. And um, a dead body is shows up at this resort at the same time. And each chapter is separated by a different member of the family because like the title says everyone in my family has killed someone so you're learning about each or some of the family members chapter by chapter and i really liked that layout and i loved the narrator like i said i think the narrator is definitely the hit or miss for this book and it just really worked for me yeah which i just didn't connect with it all that well yeah. but that's fine not every book is for everybody and we'll you know, that happens. Daniel and I have disagreed on previous books. So do you want to just briefly go over your um, two Kings? Well, yeah. So, well, the book I read before that, I'll talk about that briefly. Cause I can't really talk about it. Um, the twisted dead by Darcy Coates. That is book three in the Gravekeeper series. I think I gave it five stars. Might've been four. Um, number three in the series. There's a fourth one coming out. You've been liking the series a lot. Oh yeah. Um, there's a fourth one coming out in February next year called The Hollow Dead, and I'm very excited for that one. I've really enjoyed the series so far. Um, yeah, you can't really talk about it as the third book. So. Well, yeah. So, like, I think her name is Kira. Yeah. Um, and she's, you know, been a really cool character. I've really enjoyed everything about her. Um, and it was a really solid story. So. Not much else I can really say. It's just continuing her journey of being able but to you talk to the, the par- series. Yeah. She's able to talk to the paranormal and it's just continuing that, st- that series. Um, it's got to see how it ends. That's all it really is. Um, nice. And then the two King books. Um, the two other King books I read in the month of June was Revival. I finally read Revival. I gave it five stars. That was kind of like the next King book that everyone was pushing you to read, especially on YouTube. Well, yeah, that was one of the bigger hype books by him that everybody was really pushing for me to read. And now what I might need to do for a video is maybe like do like a question thing. Like I did with like pick my hundredth book that one time and like offer a couple other ones and be like, which of these like would you guys recommend? Well, you only have 10 King left, which is like and pretty that's a, and impressive. That's, in, that's including Holly, too. Yeah. So I've only got 10 left. I think there's five or six actual novels and the rest are collections. Yeah. I could have it backwards. Um, but yeah, no, there's not a lot of standalone novels left. And once I'm done, I'm hoping, hoping, fingers crossed, I can try and get it done by the end of the year. I don't know how possible it's going to be, especially with baby coming. Um, I will say once he does come, we are going to have some time off. So that'll be nice. But 
Um, potato, potato, let's uh, keep the train moving. Revival, five stars. Absolutely loved it. Darkest book I think I've read by him since Pet Cemetery. Um, and then the other one I read was The Dark Half. I also gave that five stars. I thought that was a really solid story as well. Um, not much else to really say about it. It was an eerie book and just a really solid story. It was really exciting to read and really dark. So enjoyed it. And yeah, then I've got one more, but Danielle, it is your turn. All right. So I have two left for June. I have Grandpappy, which is a extreme horror novella. This one I read on my Kindle. I finally found my Kindle again and it's Charger. So I've been reading from the Kindle like at work when I can. Obviously, I'm doing work too. Um, and so this one is like really short. I can't talk about these ones too much. But this one I really, really liked. Basically, we're following um, this kid whose parents have been taking over or ha- who bleh, this kid has been watching his. No. I'm not doing a good job at starting this. I keep getting my words jumbled. This boy, his parents are going on a vacation. Those parents have been watching over grandpa, grandpappy, um, because he's on hospice. And so they've been watching him at his house. But they're like, hey, man, can you like watch your grandpa while we're gone? And he's like, sure, why not? He's like on hospice. He's not doing a whole lot. So like, I'm basically just staying there, like doing whatever. Um... Things start happening. You watch his like descent into madness. He is, uh, grandpappy is kind of wild and he's a dirty little bird. So it was an interesting story to read. I really liked it. It made me want to read another one by Patrick uh, C. Harrison III, which I read um, this month. So I'll talk about it in a little bit. And I gave that one five stars. The other horror book that I read in June was Everything the Darkness Eats by Eric LaRocca unfortunately this one was a miss for me i've liked everything else that i've read by eric but this one just didn't work this is his first or their first um attempt i guess at like writing a novel it's still a short book like 200 pages or something but it was meant to be a novel and you're following two separate stories and it you know that they're going to converge at some point but it took way too long for them to converge in my opinion, and I didn't like the way that it happened. And one storyline was a lot more intriguing to me than the other one. Look up trigger warnings for this book because there definitely are some. And I will say that the storyline that I enjoyed more was about the married couple who they had a lot going on. There's a lot of abuse. Um, and that story was definitely more intriguing than the other one. The other one was almost like magical and that's just really not my vibe. So I gave that book two stars, unfortunately. And yeah, my favorite of June was definitely um, Grandpappy, but I really enjoyed 56 Days as well. So what's your last one? What I would recommend for you, I don't remember what collection it's in, but if you read Grandma by Stephen King, I think it's in Night Shift. Um. It sounds almost just like Grandpappy. Okay. It's <clears throat> it's actually very like disturbing. Like it's creepy as crap. Like the kid's like eight or something like that and like has to watch like grandma, same situation, but like it just it's just brutal. Like it's like it was eerie to we'll listen to. We'll talk about story. your last June read um, and I'll look up which collection it's in. 
so the last book I read in June, which if you guys are subscribed to me on YouTube, let me tell you, you guys know exactly what book I'm talking about. The Only One Left by Riley Sager. Let me tell you, this book... You can't talk about that I can literally cannot because there are a thousand like twists in this thing and it was absolutely just like all over the place like oh this woman is a caretaker for this woman who can't really do much like she's like basically like a vegetable like can't do anything i think the most that she's been able to do is like raise her hand or something like that um and it is just like it's brutal like what happens with this book it, there's just so many twists so many turns it's literally like a, like five twizzlers like it it's ah i like cannot like talk about this too much because there's just like way too much um skeleton crew okay yeah i kind of figured it was it might not have been night shift but, but you really liked this riley sager yeah i gave it five stars it's one of my favorite of the year so far but there are so many twists, like I literally can't say much more than like I already have. Like it's like people who you think are people aren't those people. They're other people. And like it's, it's just a really like, character driven story, right? Yeah. You need to pay attention to and it like, has good atmosphere. You need to fully pay attention to what person Details. is doing what and what that person is or like their name. Because like they might not be who they say they are. That's all I'll say. Nice. And then we get to July. Or lack thereof. So July, we took the month off basically because we had a lot of stuff going on in our personal life. And with baby, we had a couple things going on family-wise between Danielle's family, my family. Um, and like I pretty much said, everything that came up, um, work-related, baby, or family all kind of came up to where any time off we had, we had to dedicate to those things. And family never, will always come first. So. Yeah, family will always come first. And pretty much it, in short, that's pretty much what happened in the month of July. We had a couple of deaths and, you know, like we said, Danielle turned 30 in July. So we had, to, we had a bunch of family in town. Um, a lot of things happened in the month of July, so reading never really was a top priority, nor did it really get done. And that's okay. And yeah, that's fine. Some months are like that. Honestly, I think the month before June, I think we had the same thing. I don't think we read anything the month before June either. May, April, April, May, <laughs> whatever month it was. Yeah. Don't even know what month it is. So skipping July, now we get into August. So we each have like, um, like, four or five to talk about maybe i've got three for this month and i think yeah. you might have a little more than um me. so the first book i read in august was the trap by katherine ryan howard like i said i wanted to read her new release right away it came out at the beginning of august and i really really enjoyed this book her book the nothing man is one of my favorite thrillers i've also read like i said 56 days by her and i read her last year release runtime and I definitely liked this one more than Runtime um, and 56 Days. This one and The Nothing Man uh, were, are my favorites, and they're also the most similar to each other, so that makes a lot of sense. Basically, the like elevator pitch for this book is we have this girl that we're following, and her sister went missing a year ago, 
And a lot of people have kind of like started losing hope, but not the sister. I'm sorry. I don't remember her name. I think Nikki's the sister who went missing and I can't remember the main girl's name that we're following. Um, but she like suddenly gets more hope to figure out what happened with her sister again, because someone who's been like helping on the case a little bit sparked hope in her and she will go to great lengths to figure out what happened to her sister. Like she will put herself in like a victim, um, stance, I guess, in order to get down to the answers. I really liked this one. This one has like a serial killer aspect to it. You also get to hear from the serial killer in this book as well. You get chapters from his perspective and he's kind of saying like how he does what he does, how he gets away with things. And it's just really entertaining and I really liked it. So that is my first August read. And then quickly I'll mention, um, I read a few different horror novellas but the other book that I read that I'm not going to talk about much is Games for Dead Girls. I hated this book so much. I contemplated DNFing it a few different times. And honestly, I don't recommend the book. And I'm not really going to talk about it. It has It's like a folklore thriller. And again, that's not really my vibe. I didn't really know what to expect going into it. Do not recommend. That was a release from earlier this year, like in maybe February, March or something. But I did read that one, and that's one that I won't be touching on. So, you. Me. I finished the Bill Hodges <laughs> trilogy. Yas! And you can't really talk about him too much. Yeah, I can't really talk about him all that much. So, I finished the Hodges trilogy. I read Finders Keepers. I read End of Watch. And honestly, the overall series was pretty good. The last book was probably the weakest out of the three. Um, I just didn't really, I don't know. I didn't really enjoy the way how that one was uh, portrayed. And the second one was definitely a lot better. Obviously, I did a video on ranking all of them. Mr. Mercedes was five stars. Finders Keepers was four and a half. And End of Watch was four. Um, all of them were good. I just didn't really like the ending for one particular character. If you've read the series, you might know who it is. I just thought it was going to go a different way with the character. They build it up in such a different way. And then it's something completely different. And I just wasn't a fan of it, um, which that's fine. Um, obviously, I read The Outsider, so I already knew a certain somebody's fate. And you did say, though, after reading a Hodges trilogy, you are like more interested in the Holly book. Cause you well, weren't yeah. after. So, cause me the reading the outs, two. me reading the outsider first, I really was like, okay, this Holly chick is kind of weird. Then I read, if it bleeds, I'm like, yeah, she's kind of out there, but you know, it's whatever. And then I was like, okay, well let me read the hottest trilogy. And so I read it, I got introduced to her and I'm like, okay. Cause there's some stuff that wasn't really like fully explained in the outsider and stuff about Holly and they were in this series. So I just read them in the wrong order is pretty much what ended up happening. And I thoroughly enjoyed her as a character and she was really cool and I liked her a lot. So I definitely didn't have any quarrels with ending the series and everything like that. So yeah, overall series, I'd probably give it four stars. Nice. Four and a half if you want to use average, whatever. And now you're super excited for Holly. Yes. And now I have Holly to read tomorrow. Well, I work tomorrow. But 
and Wednesday. So, and we have a doctor's appointment on Thursday. So, um, yeah, reading vlog for Holly might not come out until the weekend, but there will be one. So don't you worry. All right. I have three books left to talk about and Zach has one and I'm not going to touch on all three of these mainly because they're all novellas. And so I can't really talk about them too much. I will say I read another PC three book. I read 100% match. This book is literally like 70 pages. So I really can't talk about it much. Basically we're following like this 30 old man named Bart and he's trying to find his perfect match. He's not the most like interesting to look at, um, like smartest. He's kind of gross and everything. This book is definitely like gross extreme horror. So if you're into more of that extreme, then this could be the book for you. What I liked about this book was that it was very like almost like fact-based. Like he used a lot of statistics in the book to be like, um, you know, this percent of women actually like men who are bald and like compared to this percent of women who like men with this amount of hair or like if you are someone who wears like ripped jeans women don't like you and like you know stuff like that those aren't actual like examples but um i really found that interesting and so i really recommend that one and it's really short so um the other two that i read are sour candy by keelan patrick burke and shockwaves by matt kurtz and i will talk about those um which one do i want to start with though all right, I think I'm going to start with Sour Candy because that's one that Zach has read. This was another book that was on my 23 books to read in 2023, and this is another horror novella. KPB. Yeah, you're one of your favorites. Yes, my short story god. I haven't read one from him in a while, though. I know. Well, I don't know if he's... I can't... I don't know the last book that he came out with, actually. Um. Anyway, this one was, I think, one of the earlier ones by him. This one is basically about this guy who is sent to the grocery store to get some like sweets or something for his, is it girlfriend or fiance? Uh, I honestly don't remember. Anyway, so he goes to the grocery store and all of a sudden there's this woman and this kid and this kid is just yelling and everyone's like, um, like what's going on with this kid? And, um, he keeps staring at our main character. I don't remember his name. Do you? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. But I am looking it up. Phil. Phil. Yeah. So this kid is just staring at Phil while he's also yelling. And he's like, okay. Um, and, you know, he offers him, or the kid offers Phil a piece of candy. After uh, things- the kid's name is Adam. Okay. After things have like <clears throat> subsided a little bit. So Phil takes the candy and he goes on his merry way. He's driving home and all of a sudden he gets into a car accident. And the person he gets in a car accident with is the woman of the screaming kid in the grocery store. Keep in mind that uh, Phil ate candy from this kid. And basically the accident, car accident happens and he's like, go check on the woman because she had a kid with her and make sure like he's okay and everything. And the cops go check on the on the woman and they're like, um, there wasn't a kid. Like, what did the kid look like that you remember seeing? And Phil gave him a, a description. During this time, a different like cop car is sent to Phil's house to check on the girlfriend or fiance or whatever. Um, and because they haven't been hearing from her and la di di la di da. And the cops are like, Phil, this kid you're describing is who answered the door at your house mic drop that was when i was like oh this is gonna be a good little story that's all i'm gonna say because again this is like an 80 page book so 
read it. This was an easy five stars. I just like loved the shit out of it. How about you? I mean, yeah, it was a five star read for me. My favorite Kalen Patrick Burke book uh, besides Ken. Ken was another one. Yeah. And that book, God, that book was messed up. That was a very messed up book, to say the least. But this is a really good one, so I highly recommend it. Um, And then what's your last August read? Uh, So my last book that I just finished last week uh, was The Handyman Method by Nick Cutter and what was the other guy's name? Andrew F. Sullivan. Mainly Nick Cutter is who I care about. Because one of your favorite... (laughs) No offense, Andrew. One of your favorite horror books. Is The Troop. Uh, which is by Nick Cutter, one of my all-time favorites. So the handyman method, this like five stars was a very deranged book. It was very, very dark. Um, basically, this family moves into this house. Um, we're following Trent. Milo is the son. Rita is the wife. And basically what goes on is they move into this house and the dad is like, huh, there's this weird crack in the closet. I need to try and fix it. And tries fixing it. He looks up a YouTube video. Um, and while he's in there, what I think, like, and I feel like I have an idea as to what happens to the people. Because there's this whole, I can't say much with this book. And it sucks. Um, basically, like, bad stuff starts happening in the house. Like Milo's caught in the middle of it. Trent's in the middle of it. And Rita is just like, this is messed up. It sucks. You know, I don't want to be here. And I have got some thoughts on this book. What I'm going to possibly try and do is do a YouTube video where I talk about this book like I did. Um, the the Riley Sager book as well as potentially maybe even the Sherry Lapina once I finish it, depending on how that one goes. But uh, yeah, no, I definitely have some thoughts on this book. Um, It was, it was definitely a good book. Um, More of pondered it to give it five stars. I initially finished it. I think I said like four and a half, but I'm going to give it five. It was a really solid story. So what was your last read? My last read for the month was Shockwaves by Matt Kurtz. I really, really, really enjoyed The Rotting Within by Matt Kurtz, which I read last year. And so I knew I wanted to pick this one up. The setting is just amazing in this book. We're following, or it's set in the 80s and at an amusement park. And uh, this is more of like a creature feature type story. And I just like loved it so much. We're following a a 17-year-old named Danny who works at this amusement park along with like a bunch of other like teenagers and everything. And his girlfriend works at the amusement park. Well, um, his girlfriend had just told him that she was pregnant and Danny was like super thrown off guard. Obviously they're only 17 and he had, you know, suggested something, um, to, basically to terminate the pregnancy and that kind of like threw her off and they got into a big fight before work that day. Well, now we're at work that day and there's an impending storm. Everyone knows it. And so Danny's like, Oh, I hope the park closes early so I can go make amends with Stacy. That's the pregnant girlfriend. But across the street from the amusement park, there's like a construction site and it's pretty like vacant, but 
all of a sudden the construction site like implodes and there's a giant hole that um, is created basically. And all of these creepy crawlies come out of the hole and are basically attacking the world and slowly make it make their way across the street to the amusement park and all hell breaks loose. And these teenagers have to basically like fight for their lives. There's definitely deaths that happen in this book. And something I will say, this is a horror book, but there were some touching moments in this book that really worked for me. I don't know if it's in like my, because of my season of life right now, like I'm currently pregnant and just hearing the way that Danny talked about wanting to make amends with his girlfriend and how he was in the wrong and um, like how, you know, like raising a kid could be like the greatest like turning point for his life and everything. Just some of the dialogue about that really like, I don't know, it made the book even more good than it already was. And this was a five star read for me. And I could actually see this landing in my top 10 of the year. It just really worked for me. Matt Kurtz is like an auto buy author now for me when it comes to like his short horror, because like I said, I just, it just really, really worked for me. And I think you would like it too, actually. Well, that's definitely something I need to look into because like you said, the atmosphere was amazing. It kind of sounded like it had similar vibes minus like the whole like breaking up part and like the pregnancy to uh, killer clowns versus or clowns versus spiders. Yeah. Where it's like an amusement park. That's when I really and read. like this like same like thing like cave system, like spiders break. It's only spiders though, like break loose and like it's like a comedy horror novel, and I I actually really liked it. I'm liking these like book recs. Like I'm giving you a synopsis, and you're like, oh, that sounds like that. Knocks on that man, pound. Okay. Um, I guess to wrap up this episode, we're going to touch on some books that were on our September TBR and we each put like five or six on it. We're not going to talk about each one because like, no, um, obviously we both have the Sherry Lapina book on ours. And then I'm going to talk about a couple other thrillers that I have on mine. I have none of this is true by Lisa Jewell. I've never read a Lisa Jewell book before, but I thought that this one would be a good place to start. You have a podcast element, and honestly, I don't know a whole lot going into this book, but if you have a podcast element in your book, I'm at least like semi-intrigued with what you have to offer. And so that is another book that's on my September TBR. And then another one is Just Another Missing Person by Gillian McAllister. I actually know nothing about this thriller going into it, but I'm going to keep it that way. I was sent that one by the publisher, and so... I'm really, really excited to get to that one. What are some books on your September TBR? So obviously, besides Sherry Lapina, I have Holly by Stephen King. Because, der. <laughs> um, I also have Nightmares and Dreamscapes by Stephen King. That's the biggest collection I have left. I'm excited to get to that one, mainly because it's, like I said, the biggest collection I have left. And I absolutely just, like, need to finish it. And I need to finish his catalog, man. Like, I need to, like, just, you know what I'm saying? Just, like, finish his books. This will be fun sounds over podcast. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry for those of you who are wearing headphones. Um, But, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, I think I have the next Alex, Alice Feeney book. <laughs> Alex. Alex Finlay. Alex Finlay, Alice Feeney. There's two different people. Um, Alice Feeney is the other book I have. I don't, a good, bad girl. 
Good bad girl. Yeah. Good bad girl. Bread the dust jacket doesn't sound like it'd be up my alley, but I'm gonna give it a try. Um, and then a Five Nights at Freddy's book. Like I'm like a dork with the Five Nights at Freddy's stuff. Nerd alert! And like, it's like I'm so excited for the movie coming out in October, and I'm just like. Uh, I mainly only watch people play the games because I've attempted playing them and I just get too scared. I can't play those kinds of games. Nerd alert. <laughs> Dork. Um, but eh, it's a nice franchise and I really am excited for the movie. And a lot of the lore that like the gaming people I watch talk about, I'm just like, what is that a reference to? And then I was like, oh, there's like 30 books that are out about the same thing. So like. <laughs> Maybe I should start like end their books. Duh. Like I obviously I'm pretty sure it's like middle grade horror. I don't really think it's like yeah. horror horror, but regardless, like OMG, Five Nights of Freddy's, I gotta read it. So yeah, that's another book I have in there. And then I have another King and some other stuff. So nice. Well, I'm excited for my September reads and I know that you are too. So let us know what you're planning to read over on Instagram. Again, we're at the books and stuff podcast over on Instagram and don't forget to subscribe and follow this podcast wherever you listen and rate and review the podcast because like I said, it really helps us grow and you never know that could get you like a chance to win like a giveaway or something down the line. So after talking about all of that, yeah, I think that's about it for this one. Yeah, I think that is uh, going to end it for this episode. Check um, the show notes down below because we'll have everything linked, including, like I said, the Instagram, and we'll have our YouTubes down below. It's basically Zach's books and Danielle's books. So check us out there, and we will catch you in the next, what? Zach uh, is putting I, up a I was going to say, <laughs> for those of you who are wondering, baby is healthy. I know that I felt like I just wanted to share that. So, cause I know some people are probably like, how's the baby doing? How's Danielle doing? And, uh, both of them are healthy and both of them are doing well. And I just felt like I wanted to share that. Cause I felt like some people were probably like, OMG baby soon. How's it going? And, uh, he's doing well. He's still a little bun in the oven and, uh, he's doing good. Sorry for the awkwardness at the end here. Love you, hon. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.